0: What is your why? Do you want dynamic growth? Do you feel stuck? It's time to fix your why. Welcome to the Fix Your Why podcast. I'm Billy Ryan. Today we're going to talk about mindfulness, a subject that I'm still learning about every day. I wrote a book called Fix Your Why. Part one was my story. Part two were the elements that I leveraged as a leader. Part three are life hacks. Everyone knows what life hacks are. I've been employing life hacks for much of my life without labeling them as such started out journaling years ago as a way to be more self-aware as a way to release some of my challenges as a method to improve as a human being today we're going to talk about mindfulness it's a practice of awareness years ago i Spent some time, fair bit of time actually, studying about Zen Buddhism. Uh, I was pursuing the concept of enlightenment. Uh, I started meditating. I had no idea how to meditate. Um, so I would read about it. I'd have to practice it on my own with no true idea or understanding if I was doing it the right way. But as I continued to read and study, I kind of peeled back the onion a little bit more and found my own meaning for what meditation could be and what it could achieve. Mindfulness is a practice that I'm particularly aware of these days. I think mindfulness is important in how we deal with the challenges that we face in life and we're all going to face challenges at some point. What they teach in Buddhism is the notion that who we are is not this body we're in. We are not the thoughts that pop into our mind. We're this being behind what we see and what we think. It's an essence. And when you attach to that essence, you start to realize that the thoughts that we have don't have to define how we feel about the life that we're experiencing. Years ago, um, I grew up in Chicago, and there was a company in Chicago, Nightingale Conant, And they produced a lot of cassette tapes on self-improvement. This was in the 80s. And somehow I stumbled upon them and their products. And boy, I started consuming all the new tape series that they created. I learned about Wayne Dyer. Uh, Before I read one of Wayne Dyer's books, I was listening to his cassette tape series and learning about a lot of concepts that up to that point were not familiar to me. And I learned about enlightenment. I learned about the crucial idea that you cannot have an emotion without first having a thought. That really appealed to me because I was, at the time in my early 20s, haunted by a couple of challenges in my life. Some relationships that I had in my life that uh, I wanted to improve. I wanted to be less affected by these relationships. I learned about the importance of not allowing toxic relationships into our lives. So this journey awakened me to different practices that we could adopt as human beings to improve the way we thought, to really control our thinking, to have our minds serve us rather than us, you know, being wagged around by these random thoughts that pop into our heads. That's what mindfulness teaches. We tend to tell ourselves stories about what's happening in our life. We shape experiences in a way that impacts how we live our lives day to day. As many of you know, some of the stories we tell ourselves aren't particularly flattering. They don't energize us. In fact, they Disappoint us and sometimes depress us. Sometimes they make us anxious. But we're telling ourselves those stories. We're not the story. We are not the thought. We can choose to tell ourselves different stories. We can choose different thoughts. And hence, mindfulness is that ability to witness these thoughts as occurrences rather than facts we want to label them facts this this happened to me this person treated me this way and and be affected by that but who wants to be unhappy we, we want to live a, a life of fulfillment and we want to be happy. It requires telling ourselves different stories. Doesn't mean we are oblivious to mistakes and challenges, failures even, that we've had in our lives. We can learn from all of those experiences. But we can't stay there. We can't linger there. We have to... Recognize it, we're human, we all make mistakes, we have to accept that we make mistakes, we have to give ourselves grace that we're not perfect and we have to move on. Because we're here for a reason. What's the reason? You know, that's that's up to each of us to define. But we were all gifted with Something that we can leave the world and for me that's my focus is to make my mark on the world to make the world a better place. The present moment they talk about the importance of being in the present moment. Because in the present moment we're not carrying the baggage of the past. In the present moment we can act with our eyes on the future. We can take action that's not hindered by mistakes we've made in the past. We're not defined by those mistakes. We're defined by our intentions and by our actions. So maybe actions in the past didn't generate the kind of achievement or goodness that you had hoped for, but that's in the past. Now we can make different choices. And it's exciting to know, to accept the fact that the future is ours, that in the present moment, unhindered by anything that's happened in the past, we can choose greatness. We can choose high achievement. I think mindfulness is particularly critical as a leader. For me, leadership is a sacred word. It's like friend and father. As a friend, you've heard of the saying a friend in need is a friend indeed. I flipped that saying. Commonly that's understood to mean that if you show up when someone's having a hard time, you're a friend. I think friend is an important responsibility. So as a friend, you need to be there when your friend needs somebody. So you have to anticipate the needs of others, and you show up when you're needed. As a leader, it's a terrible responsibility, right? You're you're dictating an experience that a person has during that nine to five period. I was never a nine to five guy. Uh, You know, my, my work hours were defined more by the level of accomplishment that I was trying to create. But on your team, you create the environment that your team steps into. And as a leader, I wanted to inspire my team because if my team was inspired they were going to achieve at a high level, which meant I was going to achieve at a high level. I would take responsibility and be accountable for what we did as a team. I didn't blame others for what they did. I understood people's humanity, I accepted that humanity, and I tried to think about how we could make improvements on our levels of performance. And that meant accepting people for where they were in their lives. You know, not everybody, not every day is a day that is easy. Uh, Not every day do we show up with a mindset that's unclouded and free to create. And in those days, we just have to be strong enough to power through the day and make some good happen. And sometimes in making good happen, you actually start to improve your mindset and your perspective and, and, and you do create at an unexpected level. Knowing your purpose is very important in high achievement. And so mindfulness, when things get a little crazy and a little out of control, it's for me back, back in my period of very high achievement, that's when I really was intent on slowing things down. I didn't want to get caught up in in that crazy, turbulent feeling or emotion because that's when I acted contrary to my intention. So you have to be aware of when that turbulence arises. You have to be aware of those days when you're not at your best. Those are days when maybe you want to be a little more quiet around others and allow others to take the lead. Mainly you want to be mindful of the, the value that your team delivers to one another. Again, if we make allowances for our humanity, we actually create an environment that is safer. We talked in previous episodes about the mastermind principle. It's so important to effectively use that element that you check your ego at the door and that you elevate the people with whom you collaborate. You want to be mindful of triggers that other people have. You want to create that safe environment for people to create at a high level to achieve at a high level. It's not easy. The the more you try to accomplish as a team, the more stress you put on your team. If you're insightful as a leader and you identify that stress, if you anticipate that stress, you make allowances for that stress in the workplace. You Maybe in those times of high stress, you're a little bit more complimentary of your team members, letting them know that you realize that today you achieved despite the challenges that you faced. Meditation is a great way to get your mind in a place where there's more space, where it's safe for you to be a human being, which might be, again, some days you're not at your very best. But those are the days when your team is even more critical to your success. So I invite you to take a moment today and be mindful of who you are and what your intentions are and what your future state looks like and go out and make your dreams happen. I'm Billy Ryan and this is the Fix Your Why podcast. Thanks for joining